In today's show, I'm teaching you a marketing principle that will stop you competing on price, improve your sales pitch, and convert potential clients into paying customers. Sound good? Let's dive in. of growing a trade business using tools like social media, website, and email? Do you want to learn how others have done it? Then make sure you subscribe to The Digital Apprenticeship. I'm your host, Stephanie Trinder, digital marketer with almost 10 years experience. When I was eight years old, my dad lost his building business and declared bankruptcy. He didn't have access to the business resources we do today, and digital marketing was a foreign concept. This inspired me to use my skills to teach tradies like you how to achieve business success using short, really actionable digital marketing tips and tricks. Welcome to The Digital Apprenticeship. This episode is brought to you by my free Shortcut to Digital Marketing eBook with 20 really practical digital marketing tips you can implement for your trade business. Grab them at thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au forward slash ebook. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Digital Apprenticeship Podcast. I'm excited about today's show because I'm talking about a solution to a problem that plagues the trade industry. A lot of tradies think that in order to win jobs, they need to compete on pricing. They believe the client will choose the lowest bidder, so they partake in a price war, undercutting their competition in a race to the bottom. When price does become the deciding factor for the client, it's usually because the business isn't providing enough points of difference. The client has no choice but to base the decision on cost. Imagine if I was looking for someone to replace my roof with Colorbond, for example. I jump online and search roof restoration, and the companies that I look at all had a similar rating. They offered a no obligation and free quote, a 10-year guarantee, were qualified, registered, licensed, experienced, and accredited with Colorbond. All things being equal... I'm going to go for the company with the cheapest quote. In today's show, I'm going to tell you how to avoid competing on price by understanding the features and benefits of your service. So, what are features and benefits? Features are the technical or descriptive aspects of your service. They're factual and tell clients what you provide and include your competitive edge. For example, say you're a painter, some of the features of your service might include having 10 years of experience, delivering high quality work and materials, careful preparation and timely completion. That sounds familiar, right? Because almost every business competes on the same type of features. Benefits, on the other hand, are why the features matter to your specific client. 
They paint a picture of how your service will improve their lives. The benefits of the features I just mentioned would be confidence knowing your job will be completed to your expectations, creating a beautiful space with paint that won't peel or flake. Peace of mind knowing the surrounds will be protected from damage and you can focus on spending more time doing the things you love. The benefits should transport your client into the future where they can see, touch and feel the end result of working with you. So why focus on the benefits of your services? Firstly, it gives you a compelling competitive edge. Rather than focusing on features alone like everybody else, explaining the benefits to your client will give you more points of difference. It will save you from competing on price. Secondly, your customers will better understand what you do. Just because you know your services will improve the lives of your customers, it doesn't mean that they do. So explaining the benefits will help them understand just how you can improve their lives in a way that they can relate to and connect with. This is especially helpful if your features include industry or technical jargon that, you know, the common person wouldn't be familiar with. Thirdly, you will appeal to their emotions. As humans, we feel before we think. Purchasing decisions are therefore made first on an emotional level and then we justify and rationalize them after. The benefits of your services should make your customer feel something. For example, proud, significant, relieved, stress-free, satisfied or elated. You'll notice that I didn't say not to include the features of your services. Without features to back up and support your benefits, they will sound like unbelievable claims. The features are the proof behind the benefits. A compelling sales pitch should therefore include both the features and the benefits of working with you. Now I'm going to discuss just how you can turn your features into benefits. This starts with understanding your customer and what they want. You need to know their problems and how you can solve them, what motivates them to buy, their fears and desires, what social groups they belong to, and what value actually means to them. A great place to find this information is in the communication you have with your clients, testimonials, or by interviewing them and asking them a few questions to gauge this information. It can also be assumed from the demographics, such as their gender, their age, marital status, income, where they live, what they do on the weekend, and what their hobbies are, for example. Once you have this information, you can then communicate the benefits of your services so much easier. Using a different example this time, let's say you're a tiler that works with high-profile clients. They're usually aged between 35 and 55, have a high-pressure job, and earn a lot of money. 
They live in a prestigious suburb, play tennis, and love to entertain their friends on the weekends. We can assume they value quality over price. The benefit to them would be transforming their bathroom into an impressive space of beauty and luxury and creating a room that has that wow factor when people walk inside. It's a place that they'll look forward to retreating to after a busy day at work. You're not in the business of laying tiles, you're in the business of creating gorgeous, indulgent spaces. If your target audience was young families earning a standard wage and living in middle-class areas, the benefits would be very different. We can assume that these people are busy and don't have a large budget. They might even be considering to do it themselves. The benefit to them would be delivering a hassle-free, stress-free, reliable service that will make their lives easier. It will give them more time to spend with their family and the confidence knowing the job will be done right the first time. If you've listened to this podcast before, you might already know that my partner Billy is a plumber. Earlier this year, a builder found him via a Google search and he's done a lot of work with with him since. Just recently, the builder won a big job and asked Billy to tender for it. This was the biggest job Billy has ever tended, so he approached the supervisor to tell him he wasn't sure if he would go through with it. I'm sure many of you listening can relate to this and the potentially very expensive learning lesson that could follow. The supervisor didn't let him off easy though and told Billy that he had to tender for it because they already knew him. They knew he was good, reliable, and didn't want to go through the process of finding someone to replace him. We all know how hard it can be to find good workers. The benefit of Billy's plumbing services in this instance was saving the builder the time and effort of finding someone to replace him. It was the convenience and confidence in using someone he already knew he could count on. Another great exercise to determine the features and benefits as they apply to your customer is to grab an A4 piece of paper and split it into three columns. In the left column, write down the features of your services, including what makes you different from your competition. And in the second column, list one benefit of each of the features. In the third column, list a second benefit. When matching the features with their benefits, ask yourself, so what? Imagine you're a plumber installing solar hot water systems. So what? The solar water heater works just like a battery storing heat from the sun. So what? You can enjoy significant savings on your energy bill and reduce your carbon footprint. So what? You can enjoy your hot, steamy shower while knowing you're saving money and the earth. Hopefully now you have a good understanding of what features and benefits are. Now your challenge is to apply this to your own business and target customer. 
Once you have a good idea of what the features and the benefits are, you can include them on your website, in your social media captions, your blogs, emails, and in conversation with prospective clients. By clearly communicating the benefits and not just the features to your consumers, you'll avoid competing in the price war and increase your conversion rate. As always, if you would like today's show notes, which includes everything discussed today, including the examples and the exercises, head to thedigitalapprenticeship.com.au forward slash 17. If you know someone who would find this episode useful, go ahead and share it with them. Finally, If you enjoyed today's show, I would be so grateful if you left a rating and review on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there so you never miss a new episode. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll chat to you next time. 